Hello, Sarah here, and welcome to another episode of We've Made a Mistake. This week, Kathy and Sarah discussed their unpopular opinions on a variety of topics, including lifestyle, cancel culture, and even the legendarily bad band Nickelback. Thank you and enjoy! You were waiting for me to start. And I, I was waiting for you we're to start. You're so courteous. Um, th- this is We've Made a Mistake. Yes. We've made a mistake. Yes. <laughs> Emphasis on everything. Mistake. <laughs> I'm Sarah. I'm Kathy. And welcome back. Welcome. Um, so what's been going on this week? Um, so I don't know if you heard. I just heard it on a podcast. Digital trading cards are a thing now. Okay. So I'm like trying to read it to make it sound like I know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, like an article pulled up. Yeah, I actually do. But I just, I heard something about, and I thought it was funny because it's like, it's not a feasible, like you don't have it in your hand, Mm -hmm. but people, it's really popular now. People are actually spending good amounts of money on it. So CNBC.com. This sounds, um. Oh, it is. Published Sunday, February 28th. Okay. On, on okay. timeline. Okay. 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 Um, it says people have spent more than 230 million buying and trading digital collectibles of NBA highlights. This sounds problematic to me because if it's digital, it it's like seems Bitcoin. like, it, yeah, it, well, it feels like very easily reproduced yeah. to me. And like, if you're paying like, loads of money for mm-hmm, something like that can easily be reproduced like what's the point i feel like to me the idea of trading cards is rare because you have the physical card and like mm-hmm. you've kept it in like mint condition after all these years or whatever it is but <gasps> okay i just scrolled on the article and yes a lebron james like digital thing just sold for like three thousand eight hundred digital the fuck i know I, I mean, it's, I it's so chic, I guess. I mean, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the way of the future? Yeah, just like not printing out. But are they doing trading, digital trading cards for anything but like sports? Do they I do it for Pokemon? See, I just see the NBA thing. That makes me just, I used to, I used to have Pokemon cards. Yeah. And I'm just like, how much are they now? I wouldn't know. I threw them out. Yeah. But. My, I gave them to an ex-boyfriend, which I deeply regret today. <laughs> like after seeing how their value has risen yeah. in the last like several months. And like, especially for like the first edition, mm-hmm. which, which we had, like we grew up with first edition. That's all I had. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, I'm, I'm regretting just because I feel like I could have made a decent chunk of money off of my original cards. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, all in all, I don't under, I don't get it, but at the same time to each his own. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's something that I feel like isn't harming anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just don't really get it. Yeah. I don't <laughs> get it. But if you have that money and you want to spend it on that, go ahead. You do this, you. Th- I think this is just a symptom of, um, our world like mm-hmm. everything is moving in a digital direction so we're what bitcoin like digital currency right yeah. so bitcoin and stuff like that i don't know what other i know there's other kinds of cryptocurrency out yeah there. um digital creating creating <laughs> digital trading cards what's gonna be next like digital makeup 
So yeah. you don't have to put me. Yeah, on. like you don't even have to apply actual makeup to your face anymore. Like, well, I guess that's the point of filters. So that's in a true. way. Oh, see? This is just concerning for me, which I feel like we're gonna get into later, later on, like the issue of social media. Mm-hmm. Um ugh, anyway. <laughs> but what else? Um, Lady Gaga's dogs were stolen. I saw that. Lady Daga. <laughs> Nope. That was good. So, yeah, that was yeah, that, okay. that worked. Um, <laughs> and I do have to say, okay, he got shot three times. Three? Yeah, he got shot three times and he lived. No, no, no. I think the three times was a was a rumor because I've watched the video footage. What? Yes. <laughs> okay. I don't want to look it up right now. <laughs> okay. So there, right? He was walking the dogs in like a residential neighborhood. So there right? was like a camera, like a yeah. ring light was ring on, light. a ring. Yeah. A ring, you, ring wait, is it rain light or ring light? Ring. Because the ring light's ring light. the yes. Uh, yeah, keep going. We're, we're you guys. We don't know about <laughs> fucking new this new technology. Fucking ring lights um, and digital training. the rain lights. <laughs> um, yeah, it was like a, so he was walking the dogs. He was in front of someone's house, mm-hmm. and that house had like a camera system or a ring light system. Yeah, and it caught the whole thing on camera. Oh shit! And in like I don't know, maybe it was three times, yeah. but I only heard one gunshot. Okay. And an article I read said one gunshot. But I also saw articles where it said three. he was yeah. shot three times. And okay, this is really off topic, but he's really handsome. He, I, I was trying to Google yeah. him. I could not find I'll send who you he was. Pics. Please. Cute. Okay, please. <laughs> um, but it was disturbing. Like, I, I saw this video through TMZ. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, like, you know, someone, he's walking the dogs. Someone in a car pulls up to him. Mm-hmm. They stop the car and then two men get out of the car and like attack him. And they're like trying to get oh the dogs gosh. and like an assault ensues. And then yeah. you just see like, as they're struggling, like he's holding on to the dog oh, and the what other a fucking yeah. Cha- hero. hero. Yes. <laughs> like he was holding on to these dogs for dear life. Oh. And he, he was, like, struggling with this dog. And then one of the guys just pulls out a gun and shoots him. Jesus. And then he's, like, so they end up getting away with mm-hmm. two of the dogs. The third dog mm-hmm. is at the scene, right? Mm-hmm. They drive away. The third dog is, like, going up to the fucking dog walker. And, like, at, you know, co- what I would assume is, like, yeah. comforting him. Because the dog is just, like, right next to the dog walker. Um. I, I call him dog walker. I think he was just probably a friend of hers that was walking the dog. I don't want to minimize his situation. I honestly don't really know that much about it. I did – I do know that they did offer a reward, and I think it yeah. said something in lines of, like, no questions asked. Yeah. And she did get her dogs back from yes. what I heard. Yes. But at the same time, I would have so many fucking questions. I know. <laughs> Apparently, the girl who turned the dogs in says that mm-hmm. she found them tied to a pole, like, a few Jeez. miles away, like, two to three miles away from – the site where they were stolen from. Oh my god. Um, so I think they're still like investigating yeah. it or whatever. But I mean, if I was Lady Gaga Rich, mm-hmm. best believe I'd offer a reward like that oh. for my pups in a heartbeat. Yeah. Like given how sure. I feel now about my dog or my just like the pets that I've had in general, mm-hmm. I would do anything. I would wreak them. havoc if mm-hmm. someone stole my cats. Yeah. Um but that's fucking insane. Yeah. I'm such an anxiety riddled person mm-hmm. that if this happened to me, 
automatically I would tell myself like, I'm just never yeah. walking my dogs in public again. Guess you're going to just have to go through a treadmill now, buddy. You're just you going to have to like on my multi-million dollar property. You're just going to have to build Walk like a dog course, here. like a sidewalks. I don't know because I'm not, I'm never taking them in public again. <laughs> and like, also, I would be that traumatized. I always think about this too. When people steal like fine jewelry or or are or mm-hmm. like dogs in this case and they tried to like resell in the black market yeah i mean i guess it happens because there's so many movies about it but it's like wouldn't you if you were looking at what's in front of you wouldn't you be like i know this is stolen and i could i don't know i just don't get how it can go through the system without getting caught but yeah it wasn't but i don't know the black market system so yeah that's true yeah i i could sit here and be like that wasn't a well thought out plan yeah (laughs) i feel like nowadays there's always a trail like a paper trail Mm -hmm. of some sort and like you're gonna get caught up like if you do anything we go on venmo and it shows thanks for gaga's dogs (laughs) (laughs) the description just says gaga's dogs (laughs) or dogas Um, yeah, like you can't get away with shit now because, you know, there's sleuths that Mm -hmm. will absolutely find the truth. Like there's people I'm convinced who don't have day jobs and they dedicate themselves to like uncovering truth. Yeah. Well, that kind of, we'll talk about it a little bit later about Mm -hmm. like cancel culture, but, um, how a video will go out and then 30 minutes, like it just shows a video of someone that did something shitty. And then 30 minutes later, you look through the comments and they're like, Oh, I know that guy. He lives on Broadway 25 and Mm -hmm. he works at this, this, this within minutes. So you're just like, okay. Yeah. And you can't hide anything. (laughs) You can't get away with shit anymore. Just accept that this is the way of the world now. And just let's stay in our bubbles and just roll. Just be better. Yeah. Just that. Be best. Be best. (laughs) Be be best. I like that. No, Uh, that's Melania's saying. Oh, wait, it is? Yeah. Oh, I be best. I had no idea, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I liked our spin on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had so I discovered a new podcast this week. Ooh. I love true crime podcasts my aunt recommended this one to me mm-hmm. it's called case file nice number one the host has an australian accent which is compelling in and of itself. <laughs> like no matter what the content is like <laughs> it could be I, I i don't know he could be talking about like yarn i don't I, like, I don't, like I'm <laughs> but i'd be host <laughs> um i should have said uh i should have said it was about uh what's that that craft that you use yarn to Crochet. Uh, crochet, yeah. <laughs> I should have said it was about crochet because that would have made your I'm hooked line that much better. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm literally hooked. <laughs> My crochet and I literally hooks. am crocheting. <laughs> um, but yeah, number one, the Australian accent. Just, you cannot beat it. Mm-hmm. Like, I just enjoy anything that he says. Number two, um, he knows how to tell a damn story. Like... <laughs> Every episode I've listened to so far has me thinking one way and then the story ends up taking a complete different turn and it like simply becomes hellacious. Like, Do they say, do they actually end it saying like this is the killer or something though? Yeah, if there is Okay. One. Like there's been a couple I've listened to where it's still unsolved. Because sometimes they have those long like Netflix specials where they're, they'll start off with... This is what's happening. And then there's like seven hour 
like seven episodes that are an hour mm-hmm. each that just mm-hmm. dive into everything and then at the end they're like but we didn't find them but let's hope for the best yeah no I, I the ones i have listened to i will say a majority of them are like that okay. where the truth still isn't discovered mm-hmm. well parts of the truth like i'll give you an example there's one where um this lady she was married to this guy for like years and she claimed that he was like physically mentally emotionally abusive mm-hmm. right and then the marriage ended and for like literally 10 years after their marriage she was like stalked and she always accused him of doing the stalking like there would be like dead cats that would show up on her doorstep like on multiple occasions or um hang up phone calls that she'd yeah. receive or even more extreme like she'd be at home and um, all of a sudden she wouldn't remember anything and then she'd wake up and she would be like bound and gagged and like so she was like drugged with something Jeez. and she wouldn't remember it and there was uh, like other occasions where like random fires were started in her house and like she kept reiterating to the police like this is my ex-husband yeah and I actually believed like oh my god it's the fucking ex-husband like someone arrest the ex-husband yeah <laughs> um And so that's an example where it had me thinking one thing, like a majority of the episode, Mm -hmm. and then it took a turn like halfway through where like, then it was the ex-husband's perspective and he was getting like voicemails on his, on his phone and from her. And it was like her, well, it wasn't her, but it was like someone's voice saying, she will die like saying stuff like oh that but you could tell it was a female speaking and like then the story spun itself on its head and then it was like no she is is like psychotic and she's the one who's spinning it on him yeah and she's like acting as if all of these things are happening when it's really her trying to like pin these crimes on him when he's not doing anything sounds like a like a normal relationship <laughs> but but she ends up dead Oh, she okay. ends Just up kidding. She ends up dead, but they ruled the death a suicide, even though like they found her with like pantyhose tied around her neck. Like the and like she had drugs in her system. And, yeah. But they found in her house like syringes and like and drugs and like kits of the drugs that were found in her system. And so then they like they were thinking, like, oh my God, is this really her who's like doing these things to yeah. herself? And then there was like a psychology aspect to it because people in her life thought that she had multiple personality disorder and they mm-hmm. thought like, no, maybe she really is doing this to herself. It's like her, uh, her alters that are doing this to her own self, but she like, doesn't know that it's her because it's her other personalities. Oh taking over. Anyway, it, that's just one example of how crazy these episodes are. And I promise you every episode I've listened to are the same way. Like they take a drastic <laughs> turn where you just don't know what the fuck is going to happen. And like, he doesn't – he's not super exciting when he tells the story. Like, he kind of has, like, a monotone, mm-hmm. like, um, quality to his voice. Mm-hmm. But the, just the information and the, and the facts and, like, the way he tells it, it's just so compelling. So Nice. And an Australian accent. And Yeah. You can't beat yes. that, guys. <laughs> um, damn. I felt like I just talked to the last bit. So that was our episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm really passionate about this new show. Shout out to my aunt for recommending it to me. Mm -hmm. I love it. I'm obsessed. And do you ever get that feeling when you're turned on to a new podcast and you see that like, I just listened to our podcast. I have no other podcasts that I like. Stop it. 
<laughs> just can't stop it right now. <laughs> um, but like she turned me on to it and then I saw that it had 165 like episodes so far. Oh wow. And I got so excited like, yeah. because I hate when I'm listening to a podcast and I run out of like I have to mm-hmm. wait until the next week for the next episode. This one I can just binge all day long. Like I, like I have that. ample time to binge it. Um, I love that feeling. Those are the, the best. Well, I got into that's kind of like me and Parks and Rec. I got into mm-hmm. that kind of late. Like the show was basically almost done and so then good. i started it and i looked at how many seasons and episodes i'm like oh this is chef's kiss Chef. we're just gonna dive right into it um so this episode is mm-hmm. about unpopular opinions yes right? and things that could be considered overhyped mm-hmm. and things that are underhyped yeah so i feel like the list of our overhyped is a lot longer <laughs> like i literally had one thing to say for Underrated. underrated yeah um so first off we have lifestyle mm-hmm. so what's something that comes to mind for you um immediately my mind goes to core power and those like rush cycle soul, soul cycle, cycle type of things like the stuff that i i am just in shock at how expensive these things are so how i got into one of them i haven't done the yoga one but i've mm-hmm. done like hot yoga um I've done those- I've done core power and I'll talk about my experience. Okay. <laughs> but I got uh, my friend gave me a trial. So it was $25 for like five classes or something. Mm-hmm. Um, was this for spin? It was for spin. Okay. Yes. And so I went in. It was really cool. This is when I was already doing like rock climbing. Like I was in that gym life. Like yeah. I just want to get better. And- you were like a gym rat. Yeah. Like I yeah. just wanted to get my mind off stuff. So I just wanted to work out. Mm-hmm. So I did the, these classes. They were fine. But oh my gosh, my vagina. <laughs> oh my gosh, my <laughs> vagina. It hurt so bad at like during it. And also I don't know if it's because of someone telling me what to do. Like I get how that can motivate you, but there was mm-hmm. times where I'm just like, just sh- sh- shut up. Like, <laughs> shut up. Yeah. And I, but I did get a workout and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is great. Um, and then I was like, okay, well, how much will I like ex- make it a membership? And they said something on the lines of like, I think I blacked out, but it was like <laughs> mid 200s to 300 what? per month. Are you serious? And the classes are not guaranteed. They have like 30 slots per class that you, and then if they fill up, they fill up. Maybe you're lucky for the next one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, so I, I think I was also just annoyed that I, even if I wanted to, I couldn't afford it. So I was just like petty, like, take these shoes and shove it up your ass. That's insane to me. I didn't know it was that bad. It was pretty, well, I felt like, wasn't Core Power pretty expensive as well? It was. Um, core Power, I actually have an embarrassing story about Core Power. So I, they had like a week, like a free trial mm-hmm. week where they didn't charge you and it was like unlimited classes. Yeah. Um, And I really did enjoy, because like, Usually all of their classes are like hot yoga. Like that's what they're known for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoy that just because back when gyms existed, yeah. um, I always started my workout in the sauna and then ended my workout in the sauna. And no, I didn't just stay in the sauna the whole time. Thank you very much. There was actually a workout in between. Okay. But um, but now you're like, I'm just going to be in the sauna the whole time. <laughs> But I did really love the hot, like I love sauna. I love hot yoga. Like I love the uh, heat okay. um, as I'm working out. Like mm-hmm. I feel more effective 
Like if I'm sweating more, I automatically feel I like do I like did to a better sweat. Job. I feel yeah. like I feel like beginning part of a workout was so hard mm-hmm. because you're just like, ah, oh, like when can I feel it? And then once you're in it, you're just like fucking like Lance Armstrong. Hell yeah, that's that's why. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why I started my workouts in the sauna because yeah. I got a nice that's sweat really going. Smart. And then by the time I got out and I started actually working my muscles, mm-hmm. I could maintain the sweat. You know, oh, nice. like I really do enjoy sweating when Me too. I am. When it's intentional. Yes. Not There's other, I do have a sweating problem. I think I've mentioned it before. I have a sweaty armpit problem Same. Um, that, you know, it serves – it's like in social situations and like anxiety. Mm-hmm. That I, I do not appreciate. And <laughs> I would very much like it if they'd stop. But um, when I intentionally sweat – I love it. Yes. Um, so that's what originally attracted me to the idea of core power. Not because I was like a yogi or anything like that, mm-hmm. because I loved the, the, the heat and the, the yeah. constant like state of sweat, you know? Um, so my trial ended like after the free week and I really wanted to continue classes, but that membership was well over a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Like it, it probably wasn't more than like $150, mm-hmm. but it was like definitely over a hundred. Um, and at the time I was stupid broke. I will say core power is a business model. They know what they're doing because when I revealed, like after my free week, I revealed like, Oh, unfortunately I won't be able to continue. I just can't afford it. I'm a student. I'm working, blah, blah, blah. Um, the instructor was already ready with a rebuttal. Like she was like, Oh, I got just the perfect program for you then. Like they, they have this program that they offer where basically it's like you work a few hours a week in the studio, like cleaning. Oh, so after it's co-op classes. kind of. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's like in exchange for cleaning the studios, you get a free membership. That's not quite how it worked. Like basically they paid me, mm-hmm. they paid me, but like the amount that they paid me made like it compensated for the membership. So it okay. like evened out. Yeah. Um, but she, she told me that and I was fucking hooked. I was like, sweet. Like I can just like work (laughs) off my membership. Um, so I soon realized that the only slots that were available that worked with my work and school schedule were like (laughs) 5am on weekdays. (laughs) And I am not a morning person. So you could probably see where this is going. Um, there were so many shifts where I was either late or I slept in completely and I'm not proud of it. I was honestly such a poor employee and I just cringe thinking about it still. Like the the amount of shifts that I was late to, it's like embarrassing. (laughs) Um, And I'm not even talking like five, 10 minutes late. Like I was 45 to an hour late. Yes. Um, And then I remember I went on vacation. I was in Hawaii and core power called me and they basically were letting me go from a vol from a position that I very much thought of as like a volunteer position <laughs> and they told me like listen it's just I can not see them calling out. you and you can be like oh I forgot I worked there <laughs> like, oh <laughs> no I pretty much I, I think what it was is um there was a shift that I had scheduled like while I was in Hawaii yeah but like I didn't show up for it because I was in Hawaii (laughs) and like I think they called me to be like listen this was like the last straw you missed your shift today like we gotta let you go (laughs) and like 
That's one of the most embarrassing like, things. Oh no! No, I actually felt really bad about it. Um, sorry. And I, I feel like as a person with anxiety, like I constantly revisit um, interactions or like experiences that I've had in the past, and I still ruminate over them. Like I can remember a two-minute conversation I had with someone like ten years ago, and I still get embarrassed over it when that that person probably hasn't thought about it like since the day that happened. (laughs) You know, Um, Uh, but that's just my experience. So that's just Um, us saying. We think but it's overrated. It is. Yes. But I will say I connect to what you you said about the spin experience you mm-hmm. had because I've only ever taken spin class at LA Fitness and it was unexciting mm-hmm. and made my vagina sore after, which I mean, that kind of ha- is how I've felt after bad sex. <laughs> so but it's it funny because I have felt the same thing, but I was like, I still want this. Like, it's like a relationship. I still want this relationship. Just, just like bad sex. Why did we keep going back? <laughs> um, but I do realize Soul Cycle is a different beast. I've never done Soul Cycle, but like, it's, I think they're all honestly the same. The, really? the room is dark. That, the disco no, but that's lights. not how LA Fitness did it. It, okay. that was not I think those fitness. are different though, because that's like LA Fitness is like a class yeah. within it. Versus these are the ones where like that you get the shoes for it. You get yeah. like all the bikes are uniform and yeah. clean and overpriced, like Ooh. I said. But I do have to say real fast going on that is that I I said it earlier how motivation is different for me. So I think someone saying like go Kathy, keep doing it. You're doing great. I think I honestly maybe it's some sad like thing but i need the fear <laughs> i need them to be like if you don't fucking bike this amount of miles per hour you're gonna lose your job or like you're not gonna eat for a week oh so God. you better fucking so bike. i honest, i have had embarrassing experiences like that though at la fitness like in their spin class <laughs> okay like there was one time where i was just kind of like coasting even though it was like supposed to be you know how they mimic like okay turn your um resistance up to this level we're going uphill now you know how they do that yeah um I was so tired where I was just kind of like coasting and I didn't listen like I wasn't turning my resistance up I was just going you know with the least amount (laughs) and then the instructor was like I need you to turn it up like and he was looking at me like he could obviously tell I was in a relaxation yeah. flow. Um, so I have been publicly shamed at LA Fitness. Like it doesn't just, it's not just something that happens at Soul Cycle. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's why Soul Cycle's at least nice and the lights are completely but off. But I think like, I, I do think it's more acceptable in a setting like Soul Cycle because it is about the experience. Like they, it's a party. they work to create a certain ambiance. Yeah. It's the lights, the intensity, the music, the screaming. It is fun sometimes when they have certain themes. Like if, mm-hmm. I, think oh, I, I, I went to like themes. a Demi Lovato music what? theme. And I think it was also the, like I, and they're playing that. Uh, what's that one? She talks about like the d- d- power. Ceiling. <laughs> Ceilings and power. <laughs> uh, b- building. What's that song with the buildings? <laughs> Skyscraper oh, sky power. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the one that was like i'm my revenge body i'm gonna get it and i think i was just like yes i'm gonna get it <laughs> i love i per- i would personally pay a lot of money to go to a soul cycle class that had a lady gaga themed i feel like See, i could get- i'm good with the theme i'm good with mm. all that and i'm good with some encouragement but i don't like the focus encouragement like mm. okay now everyone stare at kathy's bike and <laughs> And like give her praise because she's doing it's her first time. Like I don't want that. 
I, I did always feel like with Soul Cycle, it at least what I've seen in like movies and shows and stuff, mm-hmm. it gives me very much club vibes. Yeah. But a copious amount of alcohol is replaced with like profuse sweat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't know. I just even though that sounds a little miserable saying it out loud, I feel like when you're in that kind of atmosphere, like you're just pumped and you're feeling it. Yeah. And like you push yourself to the limit. But I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Next unpopular opinion regarding lifestyle. Mm-hmm. We have Gen Z. Yes. Um, love, hate, love, hate relationship with Gen Z. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I did to say I I think I someone told me that um, side parts are out now and it's all about the mid part. It is, yeah. Um, I refuse, <laughs> <laughs> and I also saw something that was like I refuse to take fashion advice from kids that ate Tide Pods. I think I saw that, <laughs> which is shade. And again, it's a love hate relationship. I just like I done the middle part and I'll post pictures because it is not cute on me. Um, but I am totally fine with the mom jeans as long as we don't bring back the low rise G string situation. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I'm good. I actually do like a mom jean. It kind of like like encompasses it everything. It keeps everything in place, you know? Yeah, it compresses everything mm-hmm. like a food yeah. saver. So. I, food saver. <laughs> I do have to agree. I hate the mid part. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I just personally look terrible with the middle part. It's almost kind of like I'm when I when I wear my hair like that, it feels like I'm a mom that's trying too hard. Yeah. Um honestly that's it. If I dove into some of the fashion stuff that Gen Z is doing, I feel like I'm too mom. Like I yeah. like I'm trying too hard. Like I'm looking too like maybe sweetie. when when you're like 10 years younger than us, like yeah. you can pull it off, but not at our age. When I know. we are we I just could literally to, be I mothers. just need to hold on to my side part and just mm-hmm. be like this is where this is my place yeah. in society yeah. and I should keep plus, plus I feel like a middle I have a very round face. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it makes my face look more fat. Yeah. Like fat, a fat face is already my baseline. I don't need, oh, I have a I wide face. I do not need something that accentuates that. I remember um, they gave, um, so face masks that we wear sometimes, the ones that aren't adjustable or not stretchy, mm-hmm. they're so fucking small on my face. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're stretched out to the point where it looks like it's gonna, like, if one pops off my ear, it's just gonna fucking smack. It's gonna slingshot. <laughs> And I remember at work, they gave us these face masks uh-huh. and they were perfect. Like they're yeah. so wide. Yeah. I was like, this is the best face mask ever. And uh-huh. then my coworkers were saying how it was so big on them. And I was so embarrassed because I'm like, if it's perfectly on my oh, face. No. And I just, I, I, yeah, I haven't, I honestly don't know where it is, but <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> I, I burned I, it. I've never wore it since. I sewed it smaller <laughs> to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, the sick thing is the middle part is, is calling to me in a way Mm -hmm. because I'm losing my hair (laughs) and I have like a patch of bald. Oh, I have it on the sides. Like where the crown of your hair, like your hairline, basically. Yeah. There's a part right in the, like smack dab in the middle of my head where it like goes up Mm -hmm. and I have like a spot that's balding where 
if I part my hair in the side, which I usually do, mm-hmm. it's kind of obvious. But if I were to work with it and like split my hair down the middle where that bald spot is, you can't even tell. And so in a way, I'm like, fuck. I, I feel like almost forced into the middle part by at this point because then it's going to start – you know, it's going to be obvious to other That's people. That's what I think. That they I'm don't balding. tell us that girls can get, like, they can receive a receding hairline too, which I did not know. Let's about. normalize receding, receding hairlines. hairlines okay. <laughs> let's, <laughs> like, let's just go mm. with it. Let's just recede. Just, recede, just, sisters. Should we, <laughs> should we just embrace it? No. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm actually actively trying to do anything I can to. Well, I love I love a pony. I always that's like my go to. I, I put it. My, my, my cat's eating the leftovers <laughs> down. Peter, uh, it's fine. Okay. Um, but I'll put my hair up really high, and I see it even more now. Like an Ariana Grande moment. Yeah, or yeah. like I think it's also and throughout the day, I'll like. I'll keep pulling Tightening. it, tightening yeah, it yeah, yeah. to the point where it's like up in my my forehead, basically, mm-hmm. and I just see my sides. But I I don't wear it because of that reason because I'm afraid it's uh, contributing to my hair loss. Yeah, I don't wear ponies anymore unless I'm like working out, which is rare. Yeah, so, so I rarely <laughs> I rarely rock the pony in the first place. Um, but yeah, like I'm I'm taking pill like a pill right now that's probably useless in terms of like it, it's supposed to help with hair growth and shit. It's probably um just a fad. Uh I'm using all natural like organic hair mm-hmm. products, but that's making my scalp really itchy because I'm starting to realize unless I have chemicals or like silicones in my shampoo, I think that makes my scalp itch. <laughs> yeah, I try the natural route a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just going to stick to the chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> I think the silicones, even though it's probably really bad for you, it, like, coats your scalp. Uh-huh. And, like, I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, I don't want to spread misinformation, <laughs> but that's just my experience with the natural hair care products, and I've tried several different brands by this point. My hair is – or my scalp, should I say, is chronically itchy. Um, let's normalize itchy scalp. Yeah, too. let's just normalize everything. You know what? Yeah. Whatever you let's like. Let's normalize aging because these are to me. This is all signs that I'm getting fucking old, <laughs> and I shouldn't. I shouldn't feel ashamed about it. Yeah, it's an. It's you know part of life. So. And it's, the fact that some we're we're like critical on some of the stuff that are coming out from the Gen Z generation. We need mm-hmm. to be aware that like probably whatever generation was before us was looking down Doing at, the same shit. Our, yeah. at our silly bands and we're like, why the fuck are you wearing well, those silly bands? I will, <laughs> <laughs> I will say though, I think this is a symptom of social media. Yeah. Like the generation that came before us didn't have social media. And so I feel like I judge Gen Z so much harder because it's like in my face all the That's time. That's true. You know? Yeah. Um, but I do agree with your sentiment about the mom jeans completely. Mm-hmm. I have a FUPA for those of you who don't know what that is. And I just learned, I called it a pooch up until recently when I learned <laughs> about FUPA. F-U-P-A, it stands for fat upper pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is also what our guest host Ashley had after her accident. Trivia. She spoke on like, yeah, it. this is a test. Um. <laughs> But mine is forever. <laughs> um, 
So I can't afford to wear low rise jeans. Like it just wouldn't like I'd have a muffin. Top. I hate Absolutely. I'm fine. I burn low rise jeans. Yeah. So mom jeans. Wait, are mom jeans the same as high high waisted jeans, by the Pretty way? Pretty much, I feel. I okay. love them, but they're just a little baggy, mm-hmm. a little baggier, maybe. I think so. Um, but that's a trend I can get on board. Yeah. With. And I feel like a lot of the fashion now is like kind of comfy cozy, which I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Fashion. Fashion. Make it fashion. Yes. So now we have some unpopular opinions on and our favorite subject, food. Food. <laughs> <laughs> so um So I'm gonna steer the pot. You're gonna steer the pot I'm or stir? Steer it. I'm gonna stir it, steer it. <laughs> stir it. Tomato, steer it. tomato. Whatever <laughs> for Avocado. Okay, I eat avocados, but I do think they are overhyped. Wait, did you just say I hate avocados? No, I I eat I eat oh, them. Oh, eat! I thought you I, said I hate avocados. But I think they're seriously <laughs> overhyped. Okay. Um, I feel like I have like, I have a different opinion, so I'm gonna let <laughs> oh, you. Oh, I know speak. you do. <laughs> but I feel like when people say when I I don't know I feel like if you can't eat it by itself and love it because of the textures and all that stuff, it's not a standalone thing. And I know this is extremely unpopular, but it's not. You have to have it with something. It's not like an apple. Like, it's overpriced. They they get really moldy within X amount of days, within 30 seconds. That's not true. Do you put them in the fridge? I have. I've you need both. to put them in the fridge in the crisper. <laughs> they're good. When they are ripe, they're good for 10 seconds. No, <laughs> that is a lie. Okay, you I know have what to I- season them with a trillion spices. You know what you need to do? Because I feel like no one ever uses avocado, like the whole avocado mm-hmm. at once. Because you know how they get brown quickly? That's why I have to use the whole thing at once. And they're kind of expensive. The thing, though, unless you're making like guacamole, you don't use, like there's no need to use the whole thing at once. Mm-hmm. That's why, okay. But always, I'm hungry. Always you. <laughs> This is what I do because I, you guys, I have half an avocado every single day. I don't eat it like a fucking apple, but I have a half an avocado daily. So this is what you do. You cut the avocado in half, mm-hmm. right? You take the half, you, you like twist it and you take the half that does not have the core. You use that first. Did you know the half with the core keeps it fresh it keep it prevents not prevents it completely like if you Mm -hmm. if you let it go days it will turn brown but it keeps it fresh for longer the fact that the seed or the core whatever that's called whatever that is that a nut the pit the (laughs) The fact that the pit i like nut better the fact (laughs) that the nut is in there keeps it fresh for longer so that's a pro tip Mm-hmm. For any of you avocado lovers out there, Kathy's not one of them. I like them, <laughs> but I don't think there should be a toast with avocado on it that exceeds Shut- exceeds $15. Get out. <laughs> if I can use $15 to buy a whole meal of pancakes, hashy browns, everything else. What are we talking, Denny's? <laughs> I hop. <laughs> I just think it's like overhyped. It's it's fine. It, it gets the job done with my hunger but it's not the most amazing thing in the world okay my breakfast every day of my life is a slice of sourdough bread that's been toasted perfectly i've mentioned it time time and time again if it is not the perfect amount of like toasted it's in the trash like i have sent kathy literal pictures of like (laughs) 
like I've burnt three pieces of toast in one sitting before because I took it too far. Like I toasted it a little bit too long. Everyone knows I have a cheap fucking toaster. Sometimes I don't get it right. I'm human. Okay. I'm imperfect. (laughs) So it has to be the perfectly toast slice of sourdough. I have my half an avocado spread out. I don't mash it. I don't, I don't prefer my avocado mash. I like it in slices. Sliced out across the toast. I then put some everything but the bagel seasoning and then end it with some fucking Cholula and call it a day. And it's like avocado is the perfect like vegetable to me because it's oh wait is it a fruit I don't know anyway it's the perfect I think it's a fruit because it has a seed a in seed. it okay yeah my bad it's I'm just gonna call it it's the perfect to me because it's so creamy and versatile which kind of sounds like I'm describing like a cashmere sweater but it it is the cashmere sweater of breakfast no. Like, <laughs> I disagree. Okay, that you take offense to. Um, but, but I feel well, if you go to a restaurant though, would you get some avocado toast? No, only because I make such bomb avocado okay. toast for free that I don't want to I want to spend my money getting something that I wouldn't make at home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but to be honest, I would eat an avocado like an apple, only if it was drenched in like hot sauce and heavily seasoned. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't just have auto- avocado by itself, you know? Yeah. No, I get that. But yeah, I'd rather have shashuka. Shashuka? Have you had shashuka? No. Oh, I think it's like the best breakfast. What is it? Um, let me go describe it to you. Are you pulling up Google Yes, right I now? am. <laughs> shashuka is a classic. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> Shashuka is an easy, healthy breakfast recipe in Israel and other parts of the Middle East and North Africa. It's a simple combination of simmering tomatoes, onions, garlic, spices, and gently poached eggs. It's nourishing, filling in one recipe. I guarantee you. Where's the avocado? Um, I guess you can put some slivers on top. Okay, fine. Acceptable. (laughs) And just because I just randomly pulled that, I don't want to get canceled. It's from (laughs) downshiftology.com. There you go. (laughs) With Lisa Bryan. Um, But yeah, that's probably one of my favorites. But I have had Mm – so my introduction to avocado was in a sweet way. So my mom used to make avocado, um, condensed milk, and ice and water. (laughs) And it's like – it's like a smoothie. Kind of thing. So that's why I was so when I found out you can make avocado savory, I was yeah. very confused. But yeah, I get um, that. It's just how I grew up, you know. <laughs> this this actually reminds me of our next point. Um, have you heard of avocado ice cream? Mm-hmm. Because like, I would like that. Really? I would. I like those weird flavors. And then we could also talk about how that on online response that we got from one of our listeners was on milk tea flavors and how there's so many of them mm-hmm. um, and how she only likes the taro one and everything else tastes like shit, basically. <laughs> um, and I can say that, yeah, there's so many different flavored ice cream like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, but I'm all for I it. Do, I do know you go for the weird stuff. Like I remember I do. we've gone out before and you've gone like – you've gotten – Sesame. I or like, love. Or like bean. Didn't you get like a weird red bean? Red bean. Uh, yeah, I'm that person that would go like salt and straw. I go to yeah. salt and straw and I get the weirdest stuff. Like they have this pear and blue cheese ice cream. Ooh, ooh. It's so good. I know, I know. Um, but yeah, 
but for that. I was going to say like influencers are always trying to frame things like unconventional things like as like a tasty dessert Mm -hmm. like avocado ice cream is one and then um banana ice and almond butter is another one where they try to say like it's oh my god this tastes just like yeah a a milkshake and I'm like fuck you (laughs) (laughs) I just I just really it's a lie I I really I mean it probably it probably tastes good it probably tastes good but don't say that it tastes like unbaked like Ben and Jerry's Oh, half yeah, no. baked, half baked. Don't, don't like, make, don't make these parallel. Say that it tastes good. Yes, it could be like maybe a healthier version. Yeah, but it's not the ver- same version. Don't you dare compare yeah. your concoction to like Ben and Jerry's everything but the cow or <laughs> everything <laughs> but the cow. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's made up. <laughs> I don't. They have like crazy names for their flavors. Yeah. If they, if that's not already a name, it should be. Um, <laughs> I just feel like they're all, they're also just being inventive too, which I get. Yeah. It's fun. I mean, I'm all for like ideas, but also <laughs> I just thought of another one. Um, there's so many different types of milk. Do you notice yeah. that? They're making cashew milk, yeah. almond milk, Co- coconut, oat milk, oat milk. But there's a new one. There's like, um, milk, M Y L K. Oh, I don't know what that you know is. what? I heard a new one the other day. Donkey milk. Donkey milk. Donkey it milk. comes from an animal. But it comes from an animal. So okay. it's not so like one of those like, vegan. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Grain milk. Yeah. Rice. Oh, there's a rice, rice milk. milk. So That's many right. types of milk. Oh, it's just all so confusing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the sorry, that got me the avocado. <laughs> it took me on a journey. But, and- but going back to like the Instagrammable stuff. Mm-hmm. So another thing that you've mentioned before would be like, deconstructed foods yeah become very just popular stop trying to cut ingredients out of my meal and charge me more for it like yeah. they try to spit like instead of taco oh it's a deconstructed taco bowl i don't want to make it myself that's why i'm at a restaurant i want my mm. food cooked i want it prepared i want to mm-hmm. do the bare minimum because i am here mm-hmm. and i'm definitely on my own on this one so Please don't murder me like with the avocado thing. But I don't like Korean barbecue. But it's only oh my god, no! I li- no, I do enjoy Korean barbecue when I. But when I was thinking of like overhyped foods, yeah, Korean barbecue. I don't want to cook. Yeah, I'm lazy, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's a challenge because also the whole group is watching you cook yes. this, and it's like, it's like pressure. I just want to hang out. I'm not even a good cook in the confines of my own home. Yeah, let alone in front of all these people like yeah. it's just embarrassing. and luckily i've gone to the bar i haven't done it but i don't like in front of everyone like usually someone else volunteers i'm just like yeah. you go yeah you, you volunteer do, yeah, do you yeah, you and then i feel like it's a challenge because then you can't you you're paying a pretty high price for it yeah and you have to think about this because let's say like a 50 dollars is like 30 to 50 dollars mm-hmm. um and you're expected to eat all you can eat Mm-hmm. And I think there's a penalty if they see too much food that's not cooked and eaten, you get mm-hmm. slammed with a bill. So I feel like honestly, towards that's the end, right. we're like jamming meat down our throat because they're just shoving over- their yeah. meat in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it, and it's it just, I, and I don't feel good after. I just like, it's too much for it me. It just feels assaulting at times. <laughs> We're going to get canceled. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just, I'm not the biggest. I don't have to pay for that to happen. Okay. 
And there's sometimes there's some foods. I mean, I get it. Like there's some fancy places that are really nice that I love. Like I'm not going to get too much into it mm-hmm. because I'm not a foodie. But sometimes I'll I'll pay a certain amount and I'll get like breadcrumbs. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm hungry. I know. I know. Um, what, what was this place? I don't know if I can say. They're not. They're no longer there anymore. What, what do you, you remember? We went to Bang Bang for Tracy's birthday. Yes. Okay. Yes. I remember me and our friend Julie. Mm-hmm. We got a dessert and we're like, we'll share it. It sounded. Mm-hmm. It had so many ingredients mm-hmm. in the like it description. Robust. Yeah. It yeah. sounded like, oh, this is a lot of stuff. Yeah. Let's let's share this dessert. Mm-hmm. The dessert comes. It's like in a little like saucer, <laughs> and it has like three balls. And I guess each ball was the flavor of that long paragraph right. on the menu. But and in not like, condensed into me? that one time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I, art, it's art. It's art. It really is. It's well, art, it's that, presentation. And I'm fine with that, but I just want to be aware. <laughs> yeah. And that actually, it's funny you say that. That brings me to the next point. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand food that is like Instagrammable. Mm-hmm. Like food doesn't taste better when it's pretty. Do you feel me? Like I, I get, I get. get there's the like a illusion, presentation, an I, illusion. I do and have art to say to that I am hypercritical because I get what you're saying. But mm-hmm. it's like if I see something that is pretty, I want it in my yeah. veins. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but then that's the sick thing. You might justify it in your mind because mm-hmm. you paid a pretty penny for it, or because, yeah. but because it looks good, you're like, oh, this is so delicious. When really, like, it didn't satiate your level of hunger. That's like, true. You know, but you want to join in and be like. This was, yeah. this was good. You want to participate yeah. in the hype. You know, you want to be a part of the matrix. Those or mini whatever. ice cream balls were great. <laughs> Julie. Live! <laughs> so another online response we got from you guys was basic bitch stuff. And I can totally agree with it. I don't know exactly where this was going, but I can say that as much as basic things get a bad rap, Mm -hmm. I got to say some basic things are great and I'm all in for it. It gets the job done. Mm -hmm. So as you can see on my place, I love me some, some candles. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I can, I'm like a firsthand account of this Kathy loves candles. Mm-hmm. Every time I arrive, she has like 12 candles lit throughout her apartment. Um, yeah. I will say I do own a pair of Uggs. I do as well. But I've had mine for like 10 years. So I'd like to think it's more of a practicality <laughs> issue at this point. It just – I mean, <laughs> there was a point where it's like not as popular anymore, but it was like fall season. Get your Uggs. Get mm-hmm. your – like your, your circle – what are the circle scarves? Circle scarves. Oh, oh infinity. Yeah, infinity, infinity scarves. scarves. I have tons of infinity. <laughs> I still wear them, actually. Um, yeah, and I'm off. I do. Um, I've done some recipes based off what I've seen from Pinterest, people, like Pinterest and, and yeah. TikTok stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of pumpkin spice lattes, but I can do. I can dabble. I love me some pumpkin. I I've never had a pumpkin spice latte, which mm-hmm. I'm like really proud about, actually. Um, <laughs> But I love pumpkin bread. I love pumpkin oh, desserts. Yeah, I like the smell Muffins. of it. Oh, mm-hmm. pumpkin spice. Even the, the holidays, I dive in. I get my Can- little pumpkin my spice p- candles. Yeah, yeah, p- or pines. Pine for the holidays. Oh, intoxicating. Mm-hmm. Um, I wet myself over the thought of brunch and mimosas. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's one thing I can't do. I can't do mimosas. Nope. I 
the thing about mimosas, I don't know if it's because of like what, I don't know how my body is built, but I can drink anything else and be fine. But mimosas is like my- They fuck you up. They, to, it, no, it's bad. Like I turn bright red and mm. I just pass out. <laughs> After like two, I'm just like done. <laughs> it's it's a good time. Oh, but my favorite brunch story, real fast. I'll go as fast as I can. No, but, no, no. Um, so- I was with my old coworkers. I was with Brian and Swan. We got brunch. We got like endless. I think it was either endless rosé or endless mimosas. Mm -hmm. And we were just talking. And I don't know. One thing led to another. And we were Ubering to Fashion Valley. And my friend Swan got a a Louis Vuitton. Like on whim. Like just like. So that's the damage (laughs) of mimosas. Like you pay for a 12 bottle dollar of. uh, What what is it? Champagne. Champagne. And then you end up with like a $3,000 Louis. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, we were just like oh, talking and then we were just hyping her up. Like, no, you, yeah, you should get it right now. And we oh got in our Uber God. and got one. So I think. That's brunch- actually kind of fabulous. It is, but brunches are dangerous. <laughs> yep. That's a testament. Um, also, I'll never turn down a girl's trip to Vegas. Like I just never. Yeah. Like I'm always that. in. Like, the last time I went to Vegas, it was literally a 24-hour trip. I like the Alexis. short ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alexis and Ashley, and literally, we we decided to go, like, the day prior. Yeah. Like, it's usually on a whim, like, the times Those I've been to Vegas. Those are fun. I do mm-hmm. like a short, like, I, I'll never, I'm, if it's basic, I'm basic, but yeah. I do like a girl's weekend getaway. Yes. Those are great. Yeah. I feel like I need, I need one of those. Yeah. Like, now i just transform into a basic <laughs> with just like those big bug-eyed sunglasses i'm just like i'm ready to I'm ready party. Like yeah. yeah um tiktok so i, I refuse to download tiktok mm-hmm. i have it you just find them yeah they're everywhere. no i will say i still watch them if they show up as like a real yeah. instagram and i love them mm-hmm. but i will never physically download the tiktok and that's app. why i know tick i don't have tiktok either but i know how dangerous it is because i can be on that reels part yes, for a while for hours and i'm just like oh i get it like well the <laughs> reason why i don't is precisely that like I already have an issue, like an addiction to social media. Yeah. Like with my two, like Instagram and Facebook are the Mm -hmm. apps that I use. Um, And that's already like out of control. Like I need to reel it back with those. Like I don't even want to enable myself by downloading TikTok because I know it'll only escalate. Yeah. And that's not (laughs) what I want for myself. So I need to have some sort of discipline. Um. I've also never owned a pink velour tracksuit or anything with juicy on the ass. Mm-hmm. That uh, was like an old style. That's like, like yeah, popular. that's more so like middle and high school mm-hmm. for us. Um, I, I did have one, but it wasn't juicy because I couldn't afford it. It was, <laughs> it was like knockoff juicy. <laughs> it said like another description word. Was it like? Was it like? Uh, it was like sassy, sassy. or something. <laughs> <laughs> what if it said flabby? <laughs> That's like the knockoff version of juicy. Uh, uh, I never been to Coachella or a rave in general. Um, unless, yeah, unless kids like giving you fink- the finger light shows, yeah, because I have been to my fair share of parties where the kids had those finger lights and light like, shows, mm-hmm. and they're, they're like doing it in front of your face, like thinking that you're gonna trip out. Yeah, I've know? gone to I've gone to EDC, which I heard was like one of the top 
like raves that yeah. you can possibly go to. I'm not a raver, but I just loved the outfit part. So yeah, that was yeah. my dressing part. up, looking cute. I dancing. was I was miserable because I only drank, and I was just like, when I sobered up, I was just miserable. Just everyone's on a different level. Yeah. Right and another thing with Coachella, I love live music. Like I love, love, love. Yeah. But the idea of being stuck in the desert and sweaty <laughs> and an uncomfortable but cute outfit seems horrible. And yeah. like Coachella, I get it. Maybe it started off as a music thing, but it's. I feel like it's now kind of more geared to the fashion it's aspect. It's more about too. the aesthetic. Yeah, it's yeah. the look, it's the pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I love the music, but other than that, I don't, I feel like I'd rather spend my money elsewhere. Yeah, I agree. We're just like sad because we don't get invited. Like on avocado. I'd rather spend my money on avocados <laughs> than go to And I would rather spend it on a bunch of shashuka. <laughs> So media and music, I feel like this, there's a lot of stuff in this area that we can talk about. Uh, We did get an online response that relates to this topic, and it was Game of Thrones being possibly um, overrated. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I could see it. I couldn't get into some things that people were super pop or super into. I did not get into Bridgerton. Um, Haven't watched that show. Me neither. Oh, no, I have. <laughs> How, of course you didn't get into it if you never saw it. I, okay, no, I watched the first episode and I couldn't. I th- but it's also people hype something up. That's another thing. If people hype something up too much yeah. and then you watch it with mm-hmm. high expectations. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, the danger so in it. That could have mm-hmm. been some people's experiences with Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah. Well, okay, my response to that as, as someone who's a diehard Game of Thrones fan, mm-hmm. shame. <laughs> Shame. Wait, did you ever watch it? Do you know what I'm referring yeah, to? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, for those of you who don't know, who are out of the loop, um, this is a line from the show. <laughs> I loved Game of Thrones so much, but I also get why people feel that way. Like, it's hard to get into. Um, but it is really. It's oh, it had everything. It's like, so fucking good. And even when besides people- the incest, it was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> And I will say it's, it was a journey for me. Like I had started watching Game of Thrones like when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And I saw the first episode. Were you there when we I did think like a We had a party? Game of Thrones party. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't really get in because at the same time I was so focused on you guys. I didn't really get into well, it Well, for me, much. the incest was so disturbing that that was enough. Like I had enough. Yeah. <laughs> like after the very first episode where like the brother and sister are fucking each other and that's how it ends. Yeah. Like I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> but it took um, – meeting my boyfriend jim and to him realize incest was okay <laughs> no, just, no. but he was like that's all he talked about he loved that show like mm-hmm. also i think it was um season eight was like happening at that time and like mm-hmm. he had a game of thrones podcast and like to connect with him i was, i wanted to like be in the know on game of yeah. thrones so i started to watch so you're it sort of like saying part like shame shame <laughs> just have like lying all moments um but I will say it was one of those things where, you know how sometimes you have to watch a few episodes to get into it? Mm-hmm. That's how it was for me. That's true. Um, and I love it. Like, I, I actually like want to watch it again. After the first, like, when um, that big, when the main guy dies in the beginning mm-hmm. or at the end of the first season, you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, wow, it's a free-for-all. Like, mm-hmm. I, you'd not expect the main character to die. And mm-hmm. you're just like, okay. 
I guess I'm in. <laughs> yeah. And I like that when it's not like too fantastical, like keeping key characters alive. Like the like, red wedding. Yeah. Oh my oh. God. Oh my God. I cried. Yeah. I sobbed like a baby. I didn't watch the, oh, this is going to bring up my white lies. Um, <laughs> I didn't watch the red wedding, but I heard so much about it that I knew every time someone would bring it up, you had to be in shock. Like yeah. red wedding. Oh. Yeah. And then when I, I did not watch it. And then when it I was, you knew I to have did, like a trauma like, oh, inducing no, I response. get it. Like, yeah. no, it was bad. But yeah. okay. So music. I do. I do understand the, by the way. Oh, oh, cause this is media. I was like, why is this in the music section? <laughs> um, <laughs> I do get though, why people have that reaction to Game of Thrones mm-hmm. because I kind of feel similarly to like the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Like some people are like, oh my God, this is the best trilogy yeah. in all of existence. But I didn't get it. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't understand it. And I was I just completely uninterested in it. Like, I really loved Legolas, like, as an act, like, his look. But <laughs> that that was really the only thing that intrigued me. That, um, so music. Mm-hmm. So this band isn't popular. <laughs> but I do like one song called, and the song is Photograph. Look at this photograph. Every time I hear it makes me laugh. And I think it's because it has an association of, like, this amazing trip to Sedona I did with some of our friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, actually, it's really catchy. Ever since that trip, I listen to it maybe, like, once every month. Wow. Yeah. Look at you. I know. Look at this photograph. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it shuffles every once in a while. Do you listen to the song as you're looking at photographs from the trip? <laughs> just, like, sobbing to yourself quietly. Um, but just, actually, I I know everyone gives Nickelback shit, but I really some of their I, songs are catchy. They're catchy. You, yeah, man, you you can't like, argue that. Especially did, they did a song on, with oh. <laughs> my cats are funny. Um, <laughs> that Spider Man and what? Ah, ah, ah. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm gonna find it. I think he, they were part of it okay, okay um i think it's just we make fun of them because the music videos are so funny cheesy. like yeah. they're so cheesy we're mm-hmm. just like okay you're this is an easy whatever mm-hmm. um but i'm gonna steer stir the pot again because mm-hmm. i'm about to say something oh i know what song you're thinking of sorry what wait was it was it the one where he goes <laughs> sorry <laughs> what where he goes the one that you're trying to sing is it where he goes I'm gonna run the back door yeah that's what I'm gonna looking for it's hard to say it hard to see it goodbye (laughs) but in the music video they're like up on top of like a roof and then I don't know. They collab with another band, or I don't know. But they have like long hair, yeah. and it's just like flowing, flowing in, in the wind. Very dramatic. Uh, yeah. Good time. Oh, okay. Now I'm gonna stir the pot because I don't like this movie. Wait, do you think that saying is a stir? The pot or steer? Steer. No, it's stir. Stir. <laughs> Wait, I always Wait, steer and stir I, are the same. No, what? steer is the, the wheel. <laughs> Steer is like Jesus take the wheel. Steer. Steer. Yeah. I'm going to steer. Stir I could is steer like, the pot though. Wait, did you think it was steer the pot though? Well, I know what it is. I just, I'm pronounce. Pron- did you know it was spelled S-T-I-R? Yeah, pot. I know it's that. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm it's just saying just, it stir, stir. You're just saying it steer. Okay, yeah, no. I'm going to stir the pot. <laughs> Unpopular <laughs> opinion to call it steer the pot. 
I don't like the movie The Notebook at all. But here's why. It was one of those hyped up things where like, no, everyone said they, they cried through some tissue boxes and it was this amazing thing. So I remember my friend Janelle, she burned me a copy of the DVD. Mm-hmm. She placed it in and she gave it to me. She And she said like, this is yours. Um, thanks, Janelle Reyes. She's the one who burned me a copy. <laughs> and then I watched it and I was prepped to watch this movie. I had my my box of tissues. Mm-hmm. I had like, I made sure I watched it with the lights down. Like I wanted to get into this movie. Mm-hmm. And I think because everyone said it was so good, I didn't think it was that good. Mm. But that's really it. I, I mean, I thought it was an okay movie, but I didn't think it was the most amazing love story of all time. Okay. I love this movie. And that's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> and I feel personally attacked at your reaction to this movie. Basically, it's like, it's the perfect story because everyone hopes to die old in the arms of their soulmate. And that's what happens. And it's like, it's not just... um it's not a story where like it's an uphill um, trajectory. Like mm-hmm. it's not on a it's not on a linear path. Like there's ups and downs. So I feel like it's like a realistic story, but also there's ways in which it's not realistic. Yeah. And like I I feel like genuinely she probably like if this was real life, she would have gone with the rich guy. Oh that, yeah, that could have set her up in life. But no, in the movie, she decided to go with Noah, mm-hmm. who was like. You know, he had money too, though. I mean, how 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 was he able to re- renovate that whole house? Yeah, his dad died. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't plan on. I plan on outliving my. Well, basically, parents- I'm cynical as fuck right now, no, guys. So parents, I'm sorry, but parents- I plan on slutting it up in the nursing home when I'm older. Her parents, though, were like very well to do. Like she came from a very That's upper true. class family. Mm-hmm. And Noah was not like her parents would have rather her married a yeah. rich upper class um, veteran soldier than Noah who came from like a poor background mm-hmm. and like worked with his hands. <laughs> I feel like but daddy, I, he works with his hands. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but something tells me that the fact that he worked with his hands was a turn off to her mom. Like I feel, I feel like that was a line at some point in the movie. Like he works with his hands. <laughs> anyway. Um, um, but I love that. Do movie. you have a movie that you think would qualify for like a a better love story than that, or you think that's probably she's all that? <laughs> yeah, I think mine would be when Harry met Sally. Oh, that's a good one. I think that I feel like Meg Ryan again. What we talked about in uh, expectations versus reality a little mm-hmm. bit, how she played some roles where like you didn't realize that they were technically cheating on their significant other, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, but in that Wait, movie, are you talking not. about Harry Met Sally or She's Got Mail? No, when Harry Met Sally, but I'm talking about how like Meg Ryan wasn't talking to another person. Like, oh my god, did she cheat in multiple movies? No, and, <laughs> and yeah, because I have You've Got Mail and too. Sleepless in Seattle. And sleep- yes, yeah. Oh but when Harry Met Sally didn't have that, they were genuinely friends yes. and not interested yes. into each other till the very end. Like, and I, don't I think, like that. I don't even think she was attracted to him. At- like no, most points. In but it's—I don't know. I just feel like that was a kind of like it was a lot more realistic mm-hmm. than the Notebook. Mm. Just saying. Again, it. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Now we have. Uh. Oh. Ooh. 
Okay, I don't want to say I'm going to let you say that. I'm going to let you say it. I kind of want to skip that one. (laughs) Say it. Say it. I don't like Lana Del Rey. (laughs) Although it breaks my heart and I love her. I I get it. I do get it. Okay. She has, okay. She has a a nice voice. Like it's, it's very like calming, Mm -hmm. but when people like parallel her to, I don't, it's another one. I don't even. Well, are you thinking think about like a, a another sad? Yeah, or, or like <laughs> n- another singer that's completely different, and say like, okay, now choose which one's better. It's like, why are we pitting people against each other if their music genre is completely different? Like, I yeah. think they compared her to like like her Ariana Grande or something. Or something. Yeah. I'm just like, first of all, completely different. So mm-hmm. don't combine them two. And then I don't know. It's just not my cup of tea. But again, I don't hate it. I just I'm not. I don't. I just said I don't like her. (laughs) I don't hate. I get it. It's not. You don't hate her, but it's not like she's on your playlist. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I will say I don't. I think she's (laughs) overhyped. I said it. Um. I don't think her voice is conventionally amazing. Mm -hmm. Um. But that's. I don't think Janis Joplin's conventionally amazing. But I love Janis Joplin. I do think that her voice is unique, and that's what makes it beautiful. Um, with that being said, though, I do only listen to Lana Del Rey when I'm in certain moods, like mm-hmm. when I feel depressed, because <laughs> um, her music is kind of like it has like a haunting yeah. quality to it. Everyone has that playlist, though, on their phone. That's they do. like sad. Mm-hmm. It's like sad. Yeah. No. Mine is just like all the Smiths and like <laughs> that. No. Lord Ron, like just so sad. Yeah. Tay 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 Swift Swift. That's your sad? She has some sad songs. Yeah, back December. What's yeah. that one? Back December. And Adele. Oh, Adele. Back to December all the time. Thank you. Nothing but a missing you. Wishing I realized what I had when you were mine. I I'm going to go split my wrist <laughs> So another response we got online was on cancel culture and how it has gotten toxic. Mm -hmm. And I can agree. I think it started with great intentions, Mm -hmm. call out racism, sexual abusers, hold people accountable for their actions and give people who were silenced a platform like the Me Too movement, for Mm -hmm. example. Um, But I can see how it has gotten very far um, when I think we have to evaluate more before jumping to canceling someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I agree. There are certain contexts where it goes too far. Um, to the point where it even makes me question things that I like experienced in my own life on a very like minimal level. Mm-hmm. Like I was watching a video today about this guy who was like mixing paint and he was talking about how the colors are like separating and he called it segregating. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I, when I heard that you trigger word. your mind just, like. My mind went bing. there. Yeah. And, like, I immediately started snooping in the comments of the video. Because I was 1,000% <laughs> expecting to see someone call him out for using that specific verbiage. And, like, how insensitive mm-hmm. it might have been. Um, which I think is a byproduct of cancel culture. Yes. Um, even at work. I've like gotten to the point where I hesitate calling anyone Mr. Mrs. Sir, ma'am, because I, I want to make sure I'm cognizant of the fluidity of gender mm-hmm. and I don't want to come off as 
insensitive to someone who identifies as non-binary or like any of the other myriad Mm because it's like a spectrum, you know? Um, But I I would also argue that this is the effect of cancel culture. And maybe that's a more positive effect of it. Like I will say there's good and bad things to come of it. Um, but it's like you want to make sure you're pleasing that. Yeah, like in a way, I change. I, I am changing the way I approach or th- or think or. But I just don't want to mess situation. up. That's the thing. Like you yeah. just don't want to mess up. You're on your toes the whole time, which I know is good mm-hmm. at the same time. But right. But that's exactly with me with taking a little less. Um, well, no, it's pretty much the same. But like when I listen to music, mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't say that word and by that word I mean that word yeah (laughs) but it's in the song and I feel like I can offend someone by just listening to that like if another car were to pull up right next to me and they hear me listening to this song I'm always just like oh crap what do you guys think about me like Like, is there judgment because like you know you're even listening to it in the first I know yeah and Mm -hmm. I and honestly there probably is a picture of myself probably like at an El Torito or like Old Town and I'm scared we'll resurface because I'm wearing a sombrero and I'm scared I'm going to get canceled for culture appropriation, like stuff yeah. like that. Like you had no intentions to do so, but mm-hmm. at that time you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And that's why I feel like not to get super black mirror right now, but social media now is just as much a part of our lives as oxygen. Yeah. So canceling someone on there can legit parallel to killing someone, like cutting someone's ability to breathe. Uh So with my dramatic analogy, when we decide to take a stand on canceling someone, we need to essentially treat it like a trial. So Uh taking all the evidence at hand, what exactly was said, when, how are they now? Is it said it is said post or said photo something that is repeated more than once by this person? Mm-hmm. Are they acknowledging it? All of that. Mm-hmm. I do think there's a danger in cancel culture because it oftentimes seeks to like teach a lesson by ruining a person's reputation. And I feel like if that is truly the end result, the message is lost. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there is value that can be extracted from cancel culture in the right way. Oh, yeah. Like, definitely highlight it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I do agree people can be really egocentric at times. I really believe that everyone's view of the world needs to be challenged from time to time, including our own. Of course. Like, that doesn't exempt us. And as a result, we become more open-minded humans. Um, and I do agree that when people fuck up, they need to take accountability mm-hmm. and own the mistake and commit to a process of un- unlearning, whether it was like, you know, a harmful stereotype that they perpetuated or they had a faulty way of thinking. Mm-hmm. But do I think their lives, do I think that they deserve for their life to be destroyed in a very public way? Not always. Like there are degrees of bad behavior. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, I think everyone deserves the chance to acknowledge their mistakes and actively work towards changing for the better. The exception to that, I would I would say, is probably pedophiles. Yeah, like, oh no. this does I, not apply to you, Larry Nasser, or Harvey Weinstein. Like they're devils. I there's there's no redemption yeah. for people like that. Truly, yeah. honestly, like and I do like believe they they're monsters. Listen to this, but I, I I just don't want them to listen and be like, oh, okay, see, <laughs> yeah, forgive me. No, um, no, this isn't your free pass. Yeah. Like there are some acts that are so atrocious. Like you do not get a second opportunity. Yeah, yeah. 
I do believe people can change just like you say, if they're held accountable and are, are mm-hmm. genuinely sincere and yeah. acknowledge what they have said is wrong and taking proactive measures yeah. and steps to be better, then I think, yes, I, just like you, they I think they deserve a second chance. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, when we give them the sick, or well, I say like I'm doing it, but like <laughs> when like society decides to give you a second chance, then that's your spotlight to like promote change and right. then hopefully we'll and that's why I think we need we need to advocate that a little bit more just mm-hmm. so that person that change can show the people that that did shitty stuff like them could yeah, change it's too. possible yeah. yeah like at the end of the day we're imperfect human beings like mm-hmm. it's a condition as a human that you are not perfect yes um so I feel like we should normalize making mistakes like even though they're huge sometimes they're really huge fuck ups. Like I do peep, I do believe that people can redeem themselves Mm -hmm. and like work towards being better. Like, isn't that ultimately the goal in life to like grow as people? And like, it's always going to be a process of like learning and, and growth and developing yourself. And I think mistakes are part of the process. Yes. Yeah. Now we're going to get into anything that we love which is underrated. Yes. Which this this is a lot shorter than the overrated section. <laughs> um, Kathy, go ahead and kick us off. I'm going to kick us off. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, – so I had a week where I didn't have a car. Mm-hmm. Um, and I – Ubers were just getting so pricey where I'm like, I'm not going to dedicate a whole week to doing this, but it's like, at the same time, I don't want to rent a car. So I dived into public transportation here in San Diego. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I got lucky because I had so many bus routes around where I live, Mm -hmm. but it was amazing. I felt like it was super underrated. I don't know. Maybe it's because of COVID and they're a lot more empty than usual, Mm -hmm. but I got to my destination within like 30 minutes, which is not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it was only two fifty to ride on it. Is for, it each way or round trip? Each way. But okay. if I wanted to, which I should have, if I got like a pass for a week, it would have been significantly lower. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and it was still so five nice. bucks is much cheaper. Yeah, than Uber. I feel like that a five bucks is not like rare for an Uber ride. Even yeah. when I go here to like Hillcrest, which isn't that far. Yeah. Um, so I just really liked it. Like the timing seemed to come every 15 minutes by the dot, like it said. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I really liked it. I feel like go public transportation. <laughs> I love it though. Like even when I was in London and New York, mm-hmm. I, if we had like a subway station or something mm-hmm. like that, I would use that so much. Cause I hate driving. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love public transportation. <laughs> Did I say that? I love public transportation. Um. No, I was going to say, um, public transportation kind of intimidates me because the few times in my life that I've rode on the trolley Mm -hmm. and I had to figure out like which the green line gets me to here and whatever it was stressful you definitely have to I mean I I was very cocky after I did it the first time Uh, like (laughs) my Monday I was like oh this is easy and then on Mm -hmm. Tuesday I messed up a little but they're so closely intertwined that you Mm -hmm. can fix your mistake real fast so yeah 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 MTS. Um, Mine is that I love, like literally love, Mm -hmm. old, untraditionally attractive men. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I'll just preface this by saying none of the people I'm about to talk about are under 50 years old. (laughs) Um, My number one love of my life, I would marry him if he would allow it. (laughs) Guy Fieri. Everyone who knows me on an intimate level knows this about me. I am obsessed. Fieri. Sorry, I was saying it the conventional way, but (laughs) for the sake of unconvention, unconventional, wait, unconventional, tomato, tomato, whatever. (laughs) Um, It's Guy Fieri, Mm -hmm. really is how you say it. But if I said it like that, people wouldn't understand who I'm talking about. Yeah, and she wants to apply to the master. I got to speak in layman's terms here. (laughs) (laughs) But um, he's also, he's a huge Food Network star. He's um, host of the show Diners, Dive. (laughs) <laughs> Diners, drive-ins, and dives. I just love his sense of humor. He's philanthropic. He raised $21.5 million for unemployed restaurant workers during COVID, which is like more than the government can mm-hmm. say. Um, he's just all around a good human being. And I am constantly, he has like a social media, like an Instagram presence, right? And, like, he has this thing where if you comment on his posts, he will engage with you and he'll like give you a that. knuckle sandwich. Oh and I am I stay trying to get knuckle sandwiches from him. And to this day, I have yet to get my knuckle sandwich. But who knows? Maybe it's in the cards for me. All I know is the day that that happens will be the greatest day of my life <laughs> up until that point. Um, so just saying. Um <laughs> I don't care that he has frosted tips, okay? Um, I think that makes him all all the more great. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, honestly. That just- I feel like every time I find something that may be not cute to the masses, mm-hmm. I find really cute. So yes. I'm like, good, more for me. <laughs> like, good. No, in a way, I, ha- I have kind of like this uh, – this like possession over him because yeah. I know no one else will want him. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, he's mine. Oh, okay. This is a bad example, but mm-hmm. I remember I used to think Orlando Bloom. He is conventionally hot. He's hot. Eventually, um, no, he no, is conventionally like really, really oh, hot. Yeah, yeah, he's like considered hot. But and I thought he was really cute. But what made me think he was cuter is that when he and Miranda Kerr were no longer together, some there was like a rumor it was because he smells, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. Okay, I think he's cute. Like, I was like, okay, now I really like that him. That solidified it for you. Because <laughs> more for me. <laughs> um, another one, I fucking love Jeff Bridges. Oh, that's a good one, actually. <sighs> okay, I, I say this because I just watched this movie last night. Mm-hmm. And um, he's, like, so fucking hot in Iron Man. So he had he, in that movie, he's like a bad guy, but he has a shaved head mm-hmm. and like a long ass beard. And that that is like my type. Yeah. Like I d- you like a bad boy. My my type is just like a bald man with a beard <laughs> or just anyone with a beard. Yeah. You, <laughs> really. yeah. Um, you do like guys with a beard. <laughs> I do. Um, David Letterman. Ooh. But I'll have to say, like, I only like David Letterman after his retirement mm-hmm. because he's grown a huge ass beard, and his Netflix series, which yes. is called "My Get My Next Guest Needs No Inter, inter- <laughs> My Next Guest Needs No Introduction." Mm-hmm. Um, it's so good, and I love it so much because he humanizes people who we sometimes may not remember are just like us celebrities, yeah. right? Like he he did such an effective job that I watched the episode on Kim K 
Like oh, he was interviewing that was actually Kardashian, really, really good. And it moved me. Like, yeah. that's how I know he's good at his That's job. when I think I started to, like, have a lot more respect for Kim K, too. Yeah, me too. Um, But speaking of late night hosts, I, I'm a crusher on late night hosts. I have the biggest crush on Stephen Colbert. <sighs> And um, even Conan. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, I think he's just so fun. Like, they just seem genuinely funny. And I I feel like we always, we've we been hearing stuff that come out later, how they're mean. Like, some are mean. Mm-hmm. Like, Ellen DeGeneres mm-hmm. came out as being, like, a mean talk show host. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't – if I found out Colbert or Conan were mean mm-hmm. people – I need a day off from work. I need to take time to process. <laughs> I need to take this. a mental health day. <laughs> um, no, I, I feel that. Conan, not so much, mm-hmm. but I love Colbert. I love um, Trevor Noah. Oh, so hot. hi, Trevor. I, <laughs> hi, Trevor, hey. if you're listening. Um, I love um, John Fallon. Stewart. John Stewart. John Stewart. I love, I even love, um, what's his name? Jimmy. Jim Carrey? <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, is his name Jimmy? Oh, like, Fallon. No, no. Oh, sorry. Not Jimmy Fallon. Wait, what's Kimmel. his name? Kimmel. Yeah, yeah. All the Jimmies. I love all the Jimmies. Hey, Jimmy. <laughs> um, Another uh, untraditionally cute celebrity, Paul Ho- Actually, maybe this one not so much because Paul Hollywood, he's old. He's like in his 50s. But- He's fucking hot. So if you if I've you don't know, that he I've seen pictures. Oh, he's cute. Oh my god! So he's one of the judges on Great British Baking Show, which that show is a revelation. <laughs> like if you have not seen it, you need to. It's a very heart. Like it's definitely not cutthroat. It's more heart, no. It's heartwarming. Yeah, they like support each other. Yeah, yeah. And I think I feel like that's like a lot of shows not here mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like we will well, our friend tried to get us into love island yeah um i think it's the uk version yeah there wasn't enough drama for yeah me. i like yeah. i need sass. i need juice like, i need right sass. from start to finish mm-hmm. i want drama 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 mm-hmm. exactly um but damn Oof. paul with his icy blue I'm eyes soggy bottom and Britty, Brit, Britty, <laughs> his Britty accent, um, his British accent, and oh my god, the way he says "soggy bottom," like I don't know how he can sexualize such soggy. a such a non sexual <laughs> word. Like so, there is soggy is the epitome of like a, a non boater. <laughs> hey, daddy, I'm like a soggy, soggy bottom. Like I don't. Oh, the way he says it, I'm just like I cream every time. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, um but it's um part the creams are in the, which in, there are creamed pastries yes. in the show so sorry i'm trying to keep it on theme <laughs> so now we're going to touch on the mistakes we've made when it comes to unpopular opinions um i feel like this was a more lighthearted episode mm-hmm. uh mostly the mistakes i've made when it comes to this topic is either buying too much into the hype and continuing to do something I didn't enjoy just because everyone else was doing it. Mm-hmm. An example of this is when I read the entire Twilight series 
But I, I'm sorry, but I, I know it's like a super popular for like teens and young adults, like romance novels or whatever. But I thought it was very poorly written. Sarah, I, I didn't read it, but I watched the movies and I hated. Yeah, them. the movies are even worse. Like, oh wow! If it, like just to give you some insight into the novels, like the movies are way worse than the novels, that's and like, the novels are they were already really that was bad. Like the, the, the Fifty Shades ones too. Oh, I didn't so, like oh, those. Oh, terrible! There were some awful one-liners in those Fifty Shades of Grey. Um. The other mistake I've made has been caring too much about the opinions of others rather than listening to my own desires. Like when um, I played the flute and I quit because I was a band geek or lab- rather la- labeled as a band <laughs> geek and I bought into that stereotype and I was, you know, bullied because of it. And so I thought like, okay, if I just eliminate this, it won't be a problem in my life, even though I was sad to give up the flute. And who knows, maybe I might be like a jazz musician today or like, you know, I could be like Lizzo and like living out my (laughs) flutist dreams. I don't know. (laughs) Who's to say? Um, But you guys just like do what you love and don't give a fuck about what. Just remember this, if anything. There's always going to be critics. Like there's always going to be people who judge you for what you do, Mm -hmm. whether it's good or bad. So you might as well just like do what you want because they're going to judge you anyway for yeah. it. As yeah. long as it doesn't harm. Yes. Or harm yourself or another person. Yeah. Yes. Do of it. course. Yeah. <laughs> that goes without um, saying. And same, I, an example would be I have a habit of reading Rotten Tomato reviews before I watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll look at a movie and I'll be like, oh, this looks like really good. And mm-hmm. then I'll read the review and it steers me away from mm. actually watching it. Yeah, um, I do that too. I stumbled on a movie called I Feel Pretty with Amy Schumer. <laughs> and before, I didn't even see the Rotten Tomato critique yet. So I watched the movie and I yeah. loved it. It was so cute. Um, and then I looked on Rotten Tomatoes and it only had 35%. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, see, but if I saw this review prior to watching it, I wouldn't have watched it. Is that the movie with that she did with Bill Hader? Um, I loved that. It was adorable. This and I had, believe in their love. I don't think I think I know what you're talking about. It had the um the Irish guy with the and I'm trying to look it up. Oh, I don't think I saw that one that Bill Hader. I don't think Bill Hader was in it. Trainwreck. Trainwreck was the one. I didn't watch I, that. Okay, that was so good. Rory Scoville is probably a, a zaddy, I would say. But I like his up. his name sounds like hot. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's some movies that are have so much high praise that I mm-hmm. I don't like, and it's okay. I don't like it. I don't understand the Revenant. Mm-hmm. I feel like it wasn't Leo's best, but mm-hmm. apparently he did really good in it. <laughs> It's that's probably one of my least favorite Leo movies, mm-hmm. but that's also the film he finally won an Oscar for. Yeah, I was so shocked. So, like, I don't know. Are we just aren't we're like not that deep or something? I, I mean, don't know. if I got eaten by a bear, I better get an Oscar for it. <laughs> like, and lived. I better. But I, I get the art thing. But the movie was all in snow and not like cute frosted Christmas tree like <laughs> snow. It was a hurricane the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for the art and symbols that make you think. But sometimes I just want to escape and watch something fun. I mean, yeah. that's why I like The Bachelor. Yeah. Like I want to be entertained. Yes. <laughs> and even though, okay, I get it. Uh, I'm assuming that most of the shit on Bachelor or Bachelorette is fabricated. Yeah. 
it's like the producers st- steering the pot. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, I don't expect it to win an Emmy. Like, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. But a movie that I think has been super hyped now, but I think it is beautiful and you should watch it mm-hmm. uh, Nomad Land. Okay. It's is cute. that the one that's only on HBO? No, it's on Hulu. Oh, okay. Yeah. Doing it. <laughs> Doing it. It is really beautiful. I had to be in like that mood where, like, okay, this is going to be one of those movies where I need to, like, no, it's a beautiful movie. And was, was that cool. kind of like the octopus teacher? Oh yeah, you have to. I the- really liked the octopus. I, I'm teacher sorry, too. I tried to sit down and watch that, but I wasn't in the right mindset. I do think it's gonna okay. Be, then being that, it would mindset. be like a really beautiful film if I yeah. was in the right headspace. I would say the same headspace for <laughs> no bad octopus life. teacher. <laughs> um, but. What you do with uh, Rotten Tomatoes, that's mm-hmm. what I do with Yelp. Ooh. Even if a restaurant looks good, I have to confirm it through Yelp. And if they have below a four-star rating, I'm not even remotely interested anymore. Yeah. Like, even though I know – did you guys know that Yelp's system is a fraud? Like, they – so, like, they have a system where, like, the bad reviews float to the top. And then they almost extort you. Like, Yelp – actually tries to reach out to the business and they tell them like we can remove that review for like $500 or whatever it is. Like I do not believe in their system. I think it's wrong. I think Mm -hmm. it's like built to extort people and like destroy their reputation. Even knowing that though, I rely on it. So that's the only thing I feel like when we go out for like a nice dinner and we're, we are using our hard earned money to go to the dinner. Yeah. We want to spend it at a good place. So I can definitely see how Yelp helps with that. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I feel like you help. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like, with um your puns to <laughs> throw you off <laughs> um but i feel like when you experience a good like time yeah. or whatever some you're you can review about it but sometimes you just don't you just had yeah. a good you just lived in the moment but if you had a bad review you're always gonna like say something usually there's like that reminds me of this one time i went to a i had to get my car smogged mm-hmm. so i went to this like um star smogs certification place mm-hmm. and the guy so i was asking like oh how much is it or whatever and he was like oh it's this but i'll give you i'll give you this um coupon here if you write us a yelp review i'll give you 50 oh yeah like, see and like and you're like hell yeah but he didn't but he didn't make me show him the yelp review before mm-hmm. i was like done well obviously i'm not gonna get, write the review until it's done yeah. you know <laughs> and like when i was checking out or whatever he didn't ask to see the review yeah so like i left but that still haunts me to this day but you didn't write it yeah because i didn't do the review and he gave me the discount on the the like the premise that i would write the <laughs> review and i still think about it and this happened maybe like over a year ago yeah. now and it like haunts me and I'll never get over it. I think it's also because <laughs> I work in in an environment that depends on Yelp reviews yeah. and all of that. Like it mm-hmm. is bad. But I feel like some people take advantage of the system because they know how much we depend on these reviews. Yeah. So if a customer is not satisfied and sometimes it's out of our control, we didn't, we can't control the fact that your timing was off and like the or that there was a cold. weight. Yeah. yeah. There's a weight or stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so when, when someone threatens us with like, I'm going to write a bad, like it was worse on my last property, but yeah. this person got something happened in, in her wedding that we couldn't control. Mm-hmm. She got her whole wedding party to write this really disgusting review, oh. not only on Yelp, but all other platforms. <gasps> and it was just like, 
it, people know what power they have. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like I say, I rely on it too. So I feel like such a hypocrite, but well, like, we live in a society where word of mouth is so powerful. Yeah. Just look at social media, the fucking trends. Oh, yeah. Like, anyone who blasts, like, a skincare product on TikTok and it gains millions of views, like, that product will sell out in yeah. all stores. Like, And I was pissed because that happened with my <laughs> moisturizer. I had that moisturizer before it was ever big on TikTok. I've been using it for two years. And then I go to, so I go to like, three different Sephora locations. And they're sold out of it completely, yeah. and I'm irritated. Okay, me and you, we both use the ordinary products. I yes. get so scared because I know it's getting really popular now, but I don't want it to get any more popular because I don't want them to sell out. And I don't want them to jack up yeah. the prices because, you guys, like, I could buy an entire face care routine on the ordinary. Like, like $30. And it's, like, 30 bucks. Yeah. Like, I could get a, a hyaluronic acid, like, a moisturizer, mm-hmm. like, a face, a mask. Like, I could get an entire set and I'm spending like 20, 30 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, love them. <laughs> embarrassing encounters. Embarrassing encounters. Sorry. I think we don't really Usually do I do the and one by I myself do. and then you try Okay. It. Damn, we fucked it. Oh, well. Um. <laughs> Welcome back to well, Embarrassing Encounters. Because we didn't do an embarrassing last time. We didn't. Mm-hmm. Right? No, we didn't. Um, because basically the entire episode was, was just two hours. It, the entire episode was embarrassing. It was a Kansas. mini Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> oh God. Size. Um. Well, so as you guys probably have heard in a prior episode, um, I've gone down an ASMR rabbit hole in the past, and I will say that has kind of evolved into an obsession with mukbang videos. Um, If you don't know what that is, it probably sounds a lot like a porn website. But the truth is, it's actually even worse and more shameful. (laughs) Um, Basically, a mukbang is, it's usually like a YouTube video. (laughs) It's it's a YouTuber um, who consumes large quantities of food very quickly usually with like an asmr effect like they tend to eat foods that are very have very satisfying like audio visual effects um like one thing that comes to mind <laughs> this morning i i <laughs> i spent about 2 hours of my morning today <laughs> um watching these kind of videos um i watch a lot of fried chicken videos ooh the crunch the though. crunch I can see yeah that being oh. great um, let's see. Today I was big on compilations of like McDonald's, KFC, Taco Bell mukbangs. But my favorite is spicy noodle mukbangs. Like it's just, I don't know what it is. The it's slurpy like the, it's the slurping of the noodles. But the, the reason I say spicy is because not because <laughs> this feels gross because they're just like sweating and like snotting the whole time yeah um but that's not what i like about it it's they're like like they do that sound they Uh, do that sound like there is a satisfaction when you're eating spaghetti and you like the very end like but it's not it's not just the sucking of the noodles it's like you know how when you eat something spicy and to like cleanse your palate even after you're done eating you're like yeah like you do that like they're doing that the whole Mm -hmm. time and oh, oh Oh my! Sorry, I need to stop. Please don't cream. Um, 
<laughs> but also I, I just have such a curiosity about it. I have so many questions. Like, please, if anyone listening is a mukbang expert, please let us interview you for a future episode yes. if you're down. Um, DM us. <laughs> but like, do they do this every day? How much do they have to work out to compensate for the fact that they're just like stuffing their face with copious amounts of food? Um, do they throw up after? <laughs> uh, I kind of feel like this would be every binge eater's dream job. <laughs> I might get canceled from a statement. Please don't cancel me. These are just genuine questions. And come on, I, like I've dealt with binge eating before. Like I'm saying this from a place of like, personal experience <laughs> but where is the line because I do feel like this is an eating disorder waiting to happen or maybe they have the key in that they have such a strong sense of confidence that they refuse to feel guilty about the the things that they eat like mm -hmm. I just I just have so many questions I have such a fascination with it it's not just the ASMR aspect of it mm -hmm. like I just am it really is, though. It is fascinating. Yeah. I just want to know. Like, these mm -hmm. are the burning questions I have in life. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about you? So I said on the New Year's episode that I'm planning on being less self-deprecating in public. Mm -hmm. And here's why. <laughs> so part of my job is planning um, events. And I had a meeting with a couple and we were doing a tasting and the couple was around my age and were a lot of fun. And I felt I could be myself a little more than I usually am. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there was a part where I tried to make a joke, but it sounded really sad. I forgot exactly what it was, but the bride brought up how she let one of her bridesmaids go because there was some drama. And it sounded basically like the bridesmaid was just insecure or sad. Mm-hmm. And then I said something on the lines of, well, having two cats and staring at hoarding addiction has definitely helped me from going over the ledge. Like it just was extremely dark. It was the delivery was not <laughs> what I wanted. And I just like, I definitely changed the mood of the table. Oh God. And oh, I just, I just feel like I just was not the cool girl anymore. Oh. And then not to mention so during this time, like I usually check my phone just to keep track on time because I have other appointments in the day. Yeah. I have this big ass picture of one of my cats <laughs> on it. So I just look crazy. Thank goodness they didn't ask about my necklace because that also has a little like their names their are names. on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just really that's something that I really want to try hard to do. But it's so hard to not like make fun of yourself. Yeah. And it does come like even though it's funny, it does come to a place where like you need to be more confident. So but but I will say. I feel like any of the best comedians, mm -hmm. that's it. Their jokes come from a place of like self deprecation, and that's what makes them great. So, my clients are going to be like so my test. My so, test yeah, your audience. This is like your stand up a test. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I definitely relate to what you said because I just love my dog so much. Like, mm -hmm. he is also my background. Yeah. And he is my life and my breath. And everything I do revolves around him. Yeah. But, um, but suicide is not a funny matter. We should. It's, it's not. It's yeah. not. But I did relate to the hoarding addiction video. I'm addicted. Because like, to oh those my god, videos. I like, 
I, I hardly ever post on social media, but I'm very active in the sense that I'm scrolling all day, mm-hmm. every day. And on Facebook, particularly, like I follow certain pages and I follow like hoarders, <laughs> like the hoarders page. And I stay watching those videos. Yeah. Like, it's just, I, I more so am interested in like the psychology of it, mm-hmm. like how, how a person can get to that point. Yeah. yeah. I feel like in the very beginning with hoarders and just strange addictions Mm -hmm. in the very beginning I'll be completely honest I watched it to feel better about myself (laughs) yeah but then when I started watching it a little bit more like after going through shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) you start realizing like okay crap this is coming from x that happened in their life or yeah this input and output this is yeah. yeah so um, I definitely have a lot more respect and I feel like it kind of ruins it now, I guess, because now I can't like look at it and feel better. I'm just like, but sympathize. The, the part where I feel better is I have such OCD and like, I need everything uh, to be like clean and organized. I derive like a huge sense of satisfaction from the ending where they unveil the entire house, like cleaned and in like mm-hmm. mint condition. I'm like, just like, Oh, yes. I like how they make it realistic too. So mm-hmm. like right when the show ends, it's not like it's super pristine. Yeah, like no. still there's that weird bookshelf you like, couldn't get rid of. It's but not it's, a remodeled house. Like, yeah. Don't go into it expecting it to be like fucking, what are those, how those yeah. shows on HGTV? I don't know. <laughs> like but, they start off with 60 cats, but they maybe yeah. end up with five. Like yeah. they still have the cats. <laughs> it's just cleaner. <laughs> And there aren't like dead cats strewn yeah, across exactly. the floor. Yeah. In conclusion, if you like something as long as it doesn't harm you or another person, then go ahead and like what you like and love what you love. And who? Yes. And love who you love. Yeah. Love is love. Okay. So watch that Amy Schumer movie. <laughs> and do what makes you happy live your most authentic life unless what you do consistently disregards the well-being of others like if you mutilate animals then just go fuck yourself exactly um so this has been a photograph every uh, time i'm gonna mention <laughs> so thank you guys for listening and until next time bye, bye.